0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Is this one too, Brian? Are we doing this song on riffs on record? Okay, I was going to say this one is way too easy. You got to make it a little tougher than that. <laughs> this is 720 WGN. You'll see that some of our bumps today relate to the contest we're playing later. Elise Glink is the CEO of Best Money Moves Financial Wellness Company. And you got my attention today, Elise, when you <laughs> oh. sent me the note about. Walmart doing mammograms.
1: I know. Isn't this amazing? There is a new radiology company called RadNet, and they have started this pilot program with Walter, uh, with Walter, with Walmart to help people get screened. And they're hoping that because Walmart has such a huge amount of traffic, Walmart pharmacy is doing such a massive amount of business that they, as people come in to pick up their prescriptions, they will notice that this is an opportunity to get your screening.
0: Let the jokes begin. Somebody said mammograms at Walmart. Do you have to go through the self-checkout and put your breasts (laughs) on a scanner plate? (laughs) You know what? That's an awesome
1: one, actually.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. Um, And and the the issue is I looked up RadNet because I wanted to know more. And um, I think they will use artificial intelligence as a way to keep the cost down, not that major medical institutions aren't doing that. Um, Somebody was asking whether Walmart will outsource analysis of those mammograms to some third world country. But again, it's not Walmart. They're just the venue. The company is called RadNet, and they've been around for a long time, right?
1: Yeah, this is not a new – I said it was a new company, but it's a new partnership – Uh, between them, it was actually announced at the end of last year. Um, It's debuted in Milford, Delaware, right? So not literally around the corner from here. But using artificial intelligence, what it allows uh, the company to do is to hopefully get um, a better result, so they'll be able to pick up more possible things that are going wrong that sometimes you just can't see, and really, the the partnership with Walmart is this idea that you can make healthcare accessible and affordable, and you can do it while you shop. <laughs> you know, right. which I think is actually a, a really nice idea, especially as you see some of these larger companies like Amazon trying to get into healthcare, um, and some of the other companies that we see as well that are dipping their toes in this marketplace. Right. So
0: uh, when you talk about financial distress in Chicago, people automatically think. The government,
1: but it's actually the citizens, right? It is. Um, so, Wallet Hub compared the 100 largest cities without data limitations across nine metrics, and this includes things like average credit score, the change in the number of bankruptcy filings, the number of people who have um, accounts in distress, and so as you go through this, what you start to see is that Chicago is ranking really high. And, in fact, the total score that Chicago had was 72.54, and Houston is the next highest one, and it's 61.19. Now, Chicago, Houston, New York, and Los Angeles, the four largest cities in the U.S., um, all are ranking pretty high. Dallas is right right about the same as Los Angeles, by the way. Uh, but Chicago is actually really high. And so our credit score rank, I, I think this is, you know, Actually, we do pretty well with credit, but we do really lousy with the number of accounts in distress and the number of people who have accounts in distress, and also um, the number of people with uh, debt search, uh, the amount of debt that they're carrying, um, and the amount of loans that they're carrying. So Mm -hmm. these are some of the different factors that Wallet Hub was evaluating, and it's just unfortunate that we're ranking so high. And what is considered a great credit score? So, a great credit score is anything above seven eighty, or in some cases seven sixty, and it goes up to eight fifty. So, if you have an eight hundred plus credit score or seven eighty plus, you're great. You're golden. When when I say to you that the average credit score today, sorry, the average um, mortgage interest rate is around seven percent. That's for people who have great credit scores. But the average credit score in this country is about 700 out of 850. Mm. And that you know ranks a little bit lower. So instead of getting the 7% credit uh, mortgage interest rate, you might get seven and a half percent or seven and a quarter percent. And while that doesn't seem like a really big difference, Lisa, it actually can translate into thousands and thousands of extra dollars paid over the life of the loan.
0: And not just a loan, but your car insurance and everything else. Mm-hmm. It all feeds into it. Okay, let's talk about flood insurance. So many people got hit so bad in California last week, people who've never experienced flooding.
1: Yeah, it, we're seeing flooding increase all over the place. Over the last few years, what we've seen is that the U.S. government has redrawn the flood maps of this country. So we just saw some information that came through about a new study. Uh, They've remapped sort of the East Coast. And, of course, we've known for a while that Florida is one day going to be underwater. But, you know, I didn't realize that the flooding risk uh, that goes inland several miles, by the way, uh, goes all the way up to the East Coast into Maine. And Hmm. so, you know, when you look at flood insurance and what is covered under your regular homeowners policy, flood, by the way, is not covered. Um, you know, you can see an average of $25,000 in home damage for every inch of water in your basement. So, can you imagine the people in California who have been hit with 10 inches of rain in three hours or whatever crazy amount it is? Um, you know, the kind of damage you're talking about is in the billions and billions of dollars.
0: And that happens here as well. Mm-hmm. And I know when I was closing on my house in St. Charles at closing, Somebody decided to check the flood map. Uh, Maybe, I I don't know why it's closing, but the lender said, oh, and by the way, you need flood insurance.
1: Yeah, I think that one of the things that people in Chicago are very surprised by is even if you're inland quite a bit, you could be in a floodplain. Depends how close you are to a river or a stream or maybe there's an underground aquifer that's fairly close to the surface. And so when you get a lot of rain, the flooding just sort of comes up from the ground, right? Because the aquifer is full. Um, Flood insurance, about 90, what do we say, 98% of people, 97% of Americans don't have flood insurance at all. And there are policies available from the National Flood Insurance Program And Those are discounted policies. They cover you up to $250,000 of damage. It's not going to cover you for everything. You're going to have to buy coverage on top of that. But if you live in a floodplain today, or if you're thinking of buying a home in a floodplain around Illinois, you should really understand that it's going to be harder and harder to buy insurance for that, other than what you get from the NFIP. You also may find it's very difficult to sell your house going forward, especially if you have seen a flood and you have to disclose that. And I I just think everywhere across the country, you know, we're not going to be all underwater here in Chicago, but there are places that are going to be considered flood zones, and you have to know if you're in one. Absolutely. Okay, the fastest growing salaries in the U.S.? We you know, all want like one. To, <laughs> always like to end in a happy note. Um, so for financial, the financial category, financial advisor, the salary increase over the last 10 years has been uh, 41%. Adjusted for inflation, they're still making almost 11% more than they were 10 years ago. If you're in IT, I, you know, technology, you're making about 6.5% more adjusted for inflation than you were 10 years ago. But some things are, you know, losing money, right? Paralegals are down 1.2%. Public relations specialists down 2.3%. Technical writers and lawyers even are making... After inflation, about six, a little over 6% less than they were 10 years ago. Whereas a genetic counselor, you know, healthcare, things are booming. You're making... Almost 25% more than you were 10 years ago, adjusted for inflation. So there's lots of interesting things that are brewing. And if you're a pilot, by the way, all of them got huge increases in the last union negotiation. And so adjusted for inflation over 10 years, pilots today are making almost 46% more than they were 10 years ago. Interesting. That's because
0: they fight for it. That's a union issue, right?
1: Well, it is. And also, there's a shortage. You may have noticed that the price of an airline ticket has zoomed. Yes. I, you know, part of that is they can't get pilots. They're paying the pilots more, the flight attendants more. they got to fix the airplanes. There are few airplanes having problems these days. And so all of that factors into the price, you know, of your ticket, But when you look at what the pilots are being paid, there's just a real shortage of pilots. And I think the number of pilots that were short are something like forty or 50,000. I didn't look it up, but it's something, the last time I saw that number was somewhere like tens of thousands of pilots are needed and they're not out. Thank you so much for joining us, Elise. Always a pleasure, Lisa. Have a great weekend. CEO of Best Money
0: Moves, a financial wellness company, and you can find her at thinkglink.com. Steve's news is next, and that is followed by Dr. Dana Barbel, Yes, Chicago's exotic pet vet. You have a question about your animal? Make sure you send it to 312-981-7200. Lisa Dent,